The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. That uh, there was a man traveling with his wife and two daughters, and the man went to David Mincha by Mayor Balanes, and his wife and two daughters went down, you know, but to the water, and his older daughter went into the water, and the wife said, be careful, be careful. Suddenly she was swept away by waves, and the mother starts screaming frantically, and he sees her head bobbing in and out of the water, and she realizes she doesn't know how to swim, and she runs up, runs up, runs up, and she's screaming, screaming, and her car is passing by, and she waves down this car. It's this fancy car, it, it shrieks to a stop, and this guy gets out in a very, very expensive Italian suit. Doesn't, not a from person. He sees the mother scream fancy. My daughter! My daughter's drowning! And he throws off his jacket. He starts running. And his wife is screaming, don't, don't, don't. She says, Gavi, don't. You just had a heart attack. Don't, don't. And he jumps into the water. And he comes running out. He says, I got her. I got her. Don't worry. She's okay. And the mother, in this like one sudden look of both gratitude and horror, says, that's my younger daughter. She must have gone in and tried to get her. The older one is still there. And he dives in again. And he's dragging her out, but this time she's unconscious. And as he's dragging her out or swimming with her, he's like, you know, shaken up. And people are screaming, her head is under the water. Take her head out from under the water. Her head is... And he didn't hear what they were saying. And when he got close enough to the singer, he, oh, her head is on the water. He picked up her head, but it was, it was, it was not a good situation. Whatever they did their CPR and they did their best. And they rushed her to the hospital. They got a pulse, but they said this. And he thought he was going to go out of his mind. He said, like, how, how stupid can I be? I was taking her out, and her head was under the water. And he was like, he was, went into this massive depression. And they came to the hospital, and they said, the doctor said, look, I don't know, she was out of oxygen so long. And Elamaisa, a short while passed, and the doctor came out and said, wait, wait, there's, there's much more brain activity than we thought. And to make a long story short, she came around. She was okay. And they tried to find this person, to invite him to the Suda Saido, and he came back and he told him the whole story. And he said, you should know that I used to be an Olympic swimmer. Then I became a lawyer, and I would swim in my bills, you know, my paper from one side to, from one side to, to the other. I went, I went from, uh, and I just, I just, and then he said he had a heart attack, and uh, slowly but surely the doctors told him, after a while he could start doing exercise again, I started swimming again. And I felt my old, my old swimming skills were like rejuvenating. And we were driving. And then it, we, I was telling to my wife, this crazy lady screaming, let's just drive by. Let's not get involved. Then I saw her face. I had to stop. And he jumped out. And, and I said, I would have never done it. But I knew I started swimming again. And my wife didn't want it. And I went in. And then I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Her head was under the water. What did I do? And he said, so my wife said, listen, you, you saved the younger girl. You tried. You're not in a professional lifeguard. What do you want? You wouldn't have been there? What would have been? But he's like, he can't deal with this. He cannot deal with this. They start driving away, and they're like an hour away, and he turns around. His wife says, what are you doing? He's going back. You're going back to the place? What are you doing? She says, I don't want to jump back into the water. What are you doing? And he goes out, and he sits down near the water, and he says, I grew up in a kibbutz where we were told in this kibbutz that you don't exist. But now I need you. I said, if this girl dies, I will never breathe another easy breath the rest of my life. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to fry in guilt. He says, you got to do this for me, Rabbi Nishalaylam. All of a sudden, there's Rabbi Nishalaylam. He said, not long afterwards, we got the news that she, she recovered. So I was thinking to myself, like this, maybe. Could it be that if he did get her with her head over the water... 
it still would have been too late. Was it the only reason that his tefillahs pierced the Shemeah Shemayim? Is because there was an Ashama waiting for a guf to daven one word to the Rabbi Shalom for 55 years? And because he had her head under the water, therefore he was so traumatized that he did something so radical like davening to Hashem? That would mean that it's only because her head was under the water that that's why she was saved. And I think if we think a lot along those lines, same is true for our lives. Like, why? 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 How can I get so messed up? Why? Was such a simple thing. Was such a deal was supposed to go through. How did it mess up? I could have had pranasa the rest of my life. Could have, would have, should have. Maybe, maybe. You don't know what your life is all about. Maybe because your head is under the water. That's why your tefillah is potent. That's why you have life. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.